We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. In the biggest way possible, hanging out. The band say the broken ain't bad. I put a bad out of suit, hanging around a bunch of bad out of bad day, bad law, bad do, bad breath, bad it's bad vibes. We are live in the Magic City Studios in the Barilla Palace, right across the river through the woods from our granny loves to snap tubes of kind smokes, lemon haze, OG hybrid before she goes to bed in New York City. The big apple. People dressed in plastic bags, the rented Travis. I got a bad news, I got up to do my own muffin to come around, flats of flats of party. Your brats on the west side, bed bugs, I'm down with the best time, tatter, bread, bread, splattered all over my head. Should it be shaking out? Oh, woo, woo, oh, woo, woo. I think I might have called something from Keith to do that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, what's gigging? I'm Pharrell, along with your boy, Mafia. And I got to tell you, what an enema. The full hot enema bag gushing tonight with the Steelers bent over and taking it in the arse in Minneapolis at U.S. Bank. The Vikings up 23 to nothing at the half. I'll tell you what's interesting about this is that, uh, you know, I went on uh, Coast to Coast today. I was on the morning after with Big Ten Ben. And I said that the Steelers are going to get their ass beat because they suck. I mean, I don't know how many times I said it, Mavi. They're not a good football team. They're not a playoff team. They're not going anywhere. I mean, the only big game they won this year would be the Ravens game last Sunday that I was at at Heinz Field. Now, you know, I'm going next week to see them play the Titans. And, you know, tonight my buddy said, why go? And it's because I'm not a wussy. Uh, I don't give up on uh, my team. And I don't give up on the money that I spend uh, being a season ticket holder of the Steelers. I don't care where I live in New York City. I don't care about the flights. I don't care about the hotels. I don't care about the fancy restaurants. I don't care about the Uber rides. Uh, you know, I spend two, three grand every time I blink going to their games. And uh, it's just something I love doing. You know, I like uh, being there. I like uh, being involved. I like going. I like sitting there. I don't care about the weather. I don't care what the record is. I don't care about anything. Listen, let me tell you something. You can say whatever you want about them. They're not good. I get it. But they've won six Super Bowls, okay? Count them. It only took the it took the Patriots their entire existence to get to six, okay? The Steelers did it a long time ago, okay? So uh, this is the greatest franchise, in my opinion, in NFL history. Uh, you can think whatever you want. 
Uh, the difference being that I get it. Uh, Tom Brady played for the Patriots and went to nine Super Bowls. That's, you know, undeniable. I can't even, uh, I'm not even going to argue with that. That's incredible. But that's why they went. That's why they went. Tom Brady. And I, I don't deny Bill Jackson great uh, quarterback. Welcome to radio affiliates, everyone to the show. So the Steelers, to me, are, you know, the gold standard in the NFL. You can talk about the Cowboys. You can talk about the 49ers. Talk about whatever you want. I know that I have six Super Bowl rings. And, you know, it's funny. I have the uh, duplicates. I have them. Uh, I got them as a gift, and they're fantastic. Uh, You know, the Penguins won five Stanley Cups. The Pirates, multiple World Series. It's the city of champions. You can say whatever you want. I like being there. I like going. I like everything about it. I like the chick fights. I see everything when I'm there. It's just automatic that I'm going to see everything. And the game is the least of my concerns. Uh, I like the people. I like the people in my section. The whole thing's fun. So it is what it is. But I didn't think they'd win tonight. I gave you no chance. I said that today. Mafia is my witness. He knows I bet on the Vikings. Uh, everybody on Pharrell on the bench knows I bet on the Vikings. So this is not a surprise to me. I don't think they're uh, a good football team uh, in terms of I think their defense um, is massively overrated. You know, they talk about how great they are and all this other nonsense. T.J. Watt pulled his groin again tonight. He's done. So uh, he's done. He won't even play next week. That's the second time he's injured the groin. He's finished. I would think he's done. Uh, if, if I see him playing in the second half, I'll fall over. Because the minute he uh, pulled his groin again, he's got to be gone. He's got to be out of the game. So, and I got to tell you, I, I'm just being honest. There's no reason at all to have Ben Roethlisberger in this football game right now. He has been absolutely abused. The hit Smith laid on him uh, was brutal. Uh, he should not be playing in this game right now if they expect him to play again. may or may not be a good sports grid listener test yourself if you've ever been hospitalized after driving off the road while wishing on a shooting star you may not be a good sports grid listener sports gaming strategies and info this is the sports grid radio network you're listening to pharrell on the bench with scott pharrell I mean, uh, Roethlisberger just got thrown around again, sacked again. I mean, five times he's been sacked. And I mean, a couple of them, he's been hit so hard, make your head spin. So I don't understand, frankly, why he's in this football game. I mean, I really don't. It's, it's 23 to nothing. The game's over. This game is over. So, I mean, they gave up. In the first half, over 300 yards of offense. Cousins didn't even do anything. He's, you know, 10 or 19, 134 yards of touchdown to Jefferson. But he didn't have to do anything because Dalvin Cook ran for 153 yards and two touchdowns. I mean, who the hell needs to do anything when you have that kind of productivity? 
I mean, in terms of uh, stats, 300 total yards in the first half by the Vikings. Some teams don't do that in an entire game every week. Just uh, who has, you know, sometimes you'll have under 300 yards of offense the whole game. They had 300 yards of offense in the first half. 37 total plays. Eight-yard average. I mean, passing per play, 6.5. They rushed for 176 yards. A lot of penalties in the game, 13 penalties. Let me just tell you uh, something else while I'm at it. Both of these teams suck. So it's funny to me how, to be honest, the, the Vikings are cocky. I mean, they are dancing around and having a good time tonight. Boy, they're all smiling and laughing and dancing and high-fiving and talking crap to the Steelers and, you know, showboating, taunting. They're doing it all, and, and they are. So, so many, don't even effing tell me they aren't. They are doing it all, and they are as cocky as ever. They're five and seven. When you're five and seven, you shouldn't be allowed to do any of that. When you suck as bad as they suck, I mean, they lost to the Lions, and they beat the Lions by two at home, 19-17. Then they lose to them last week. Just stop. I don't want to hear it. The Vikings are not a good football team at all. So these are two crappy teams playing tonight in Minneapolis is what they are, and neither one of them is going anywhere. They're not. And you know what? I got to tell you, Mike Zimmer's been the coach there for a long time, and I think it's time for a change. I don't care about them beating the Steelers tonight. They're not a good football team. They'll be 6-7. and seven. The Steelers are going to be 6-6-1. Six, six, and one. So at the end of the day, the Steelers have a better record. And they're definitely not better than the Vikings, but their record says they are. And I agree with uh, Terry Bradshaw, to be honest with you. I heard him at the half. He said the uh, Steelers win over Baltimore uh, took a toll on them and beat them up so savagely that they didn't show up tonight. They're so tired and beat up from that Baltimore 20-19 to win last Sunday night. It was Sunday 425 start. Game was over at 730. That night, that late afternoon game against Baltimore in Pittsburgh that I went to, that game sucked the life out of them. They did everything but threw the kitchen sink at them to win that game 20 to 19. And you cannot, if you're a bad football team, all right, here's the deal. If you're a bad football team, which is what they are, I said this today on Coast to Coast, and I think on the morning after as well with Big Ben, uh, I said, you cannot play four days later and be successful when you're as bad as the Steelers are. I mean, they need the full seven days. I mean, they need the full seven days to get ready to lose on the road. They're not winning any game in four days because you travel. I said today they flew Wednesday. So you play until Sunday night, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Wednesday you fly. Big Ben doesn't even practice on Wednesdays and Thursdays. He does the walk through Friday. He does the, the practice Friday and the walk through Saturday, travel, blah, 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 and, it, and then he plays. He looks so bad tonight. 
but it is not his fault that he's been sacked five times. That offensive line tonight is so pathetic. It is so bad. He has no chance to survive. They should stop playing him in the football game tonight unless they want to see him decapitated. There's Watt on the sideline in a hoodie. He's finished. He popped a groin again. He's done. 16 sacks on the season leads the NFL. Meanwhile, their defense sucks. I mean, I thought they had one good game the whole year defensively, and it was against Baltimore. That was it. I don't even think they played great defense the day they beat Denver in Pittsburgh. I was there. I just don't. Um, I'm not impressed with their defense at all. I mean, how could you be? Have you seen this game tonight? I mean, they're pathetic. I mean, they've been cut through like butter. Absolutely cut through like butter. I mean, uh, without him, uh, without Watt on the field, uh, the Steelers drop off significantly. I mean, everything. They give up more yards. They give up more completions. They have less sacks. They, they just suck without him. So my guess would be is that they would go home. Ten days later, they'll play Tennessee next Sunday night or next Sunday afternoon, and they'll lose that game too because – Tennessee's going to the playoffs. They're a good football team. And, you know, it's not a divisional rivalry game. This is just a good AFC team coming in to beat them. That's that's what's going to happen there. And uh, I'm telling you, like, I don't think it's going to be next week, but uh, you know I reported today that Derrick Henry's close to coming back. And he's not going to come back next week, but he's going to come back. I think in week 17, 18, whatever it is, the last two weeks, he'll be back the last week or two weeks at the latest, and he'll play in the playoffs uh, after his broken foot. 26 nothing now, Vikings. I mean, Mafia, don't you think um, that the Titans will beat the Steelers and that uh, Henry will be back by the final two weeks? Yeah, I think he'll definitely be back by the final, by at least the last week. You know, something where you can give him a little bit of a refresher to get his legs going again, to get him back into you know hits and taking the game stuff as it goes. You don't want him just walking into playoffs fresh. You know, well not fresh, but you know off the injury, not having done anything, just practiced. You want him to get some of that contact and run over a few guys. You're not going to play him the whole game, but just get him in there to take a couple hits, take a couple handoffs, you know, do what he can just to feel like that contact again and be ready for the playoffs because you probably you might get a week off if they have, you know, a couple more wins. They're not going to at this point, but they could if the Patriots somehow falter, they're right behind them. So you want him in there, and then we'll see. You know, I think they're going to – have a de- couple decent weeks here. Uh, that's going to be a tough game against the Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's not looking good now, but the Titans have looked off sync without Derrick Henry, too. They've had a lot, a lot more turnovers with Tannehill being the one to control things. But the way the Pittsburgh Steelers look, how could you pick them over any game? Yeah, like, I can't pick them over the Titans. I, I didn't pick them over the Vikings. And I prayed to God that they would upset the Ravens. I was totally on the Ravens. I'm pretty sure I was on the Ravens. Um, da, 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 I was. I was. It was my number one play <laughs> that they would beat the Steelers. So uh, I don't have any faith in them. I, I really don't. But at the same time, I'm not uh, a wussy. I'm not giving up on them. I'm going to go to the game. It is what it is. And, um, you know, 
I, I don't think my buddy will back out either. I, you know, I, I just don't. I mean, we have such a good time when we're there that it's just so rowdy. What, why would I not go? I mean, chicks dig me. I got to go where the women, they want me. So I, I'll go where they need me. through the motions they were lifeless i don't like that or condone that at all i play it straight up yo so big ben just got picked off and it is just a landslide of problems for the Steelers. Uh, this game is so bad. I, I don't even care who you're rooting for. I don't care that. How do I care if the Steelers lose when I bet on the Vikings? You understand? I don't bet with my heart. I just bet on who I think is going to win the bet. And I try to make people money every day on Sports Grid. And it is what it is. And I'm like, I, I could care less. All I'm telling you is two things. One, he should not be in the game at all. This game is over. He shouldn't be in the game. He's been getting abused. His shoulder's already bad. The season's over. There's no reason whatsoever on the face of the earth for that guy to be in the game right now taking these kind of shots. And then it's almost, I think, abuse. I, I, do, I, I don't even think, kind of, it is abuse. Mike Tomlin is letting Ben Roethlisberger be abused tonight in Minneapolis. Second of all, um, this may be the worst game I've ever seen um, this year. I mean, Mafia, could you even argue that? But what game can you name that's been worse than this game? Uh, I mean, there have been some blowouts this year, but honestly, off the top of my head, I can't think of one that's worse. This is just complete domination. I mean, I can't even, I've lost count of how many times I've heard them say Dalvin Cook 15-yard run in this game. Bro, the guy's shoulders torn off, and he's, hey, he's having a, the game of his life. And uh, the game is over. Uh, it's, it's boring. Like, I'm sitting here trying to grasp that I'm still watching. Why, why am I still watching this game? And the, one of the reasons is I have been unable to find anything better. <laughs> yeah. I just did the same thing. I went and put on Iowa, Iowa State, and saw it was a 20-point game. I'm like, oh, this isn't any better. Either. Is Iowa State blowing them out? They are. Well, I, tried, I turned on uh, NBA TV. There's nothing on. I turned on, uh, you know, ESPN. There's... Uh, nothing on. It's some award show. And the only game that's on is Iowa, Iowa State. Is that about right? I mean, there's just no games on of any consequence. Like, you're right. That's a uh, 52 to 29 Iowa State blowout. I mean, this game, that game's over. That's as bad as the uh, Thursday night game. I mean, it is so bad. What am I supposed to do with myself here? I mean, I'm I'm confused. I'm dazed and confused, Mafia. I don't know what to do. I mean, 
this would probably be an ideal time to smoke a fatty and go Christmas shopping. <laughs> you know what I mean? Really like, I mean I'm looking out because I got the bare knuckle fights on. It's actually been a good card so far. Other than that, there's nothing on. What channel is that on? Uh, it's on their app. Jeez, on their app. What is that? I think it's on Fight TV as well. But what is that? <laughs> Just leave, blame me for all my bad jokes, Mafia. I got this has nothing to do with you. <laughs> nothing to do with you at all. This is all on me. Blame me for everything. It's just, By the you way, know, remember, you remember blame Pharrell of, for. We, we can uh, start yeah. playing that again. Speaking of how bad the game is, you know, I know that it's a quarterback leaving, and they love quarterbacks, but can we stop with this? Every time, you know, you have the ball, they have that little white bar at the bottom with the stat of the quarterback. You know, Kirk Cousins, 11 for 22. Doesn't impress me. How about you just keep up the running back sets? Because that's all they're doing is running the ball. The guy's in 180 yards, 186 yards, and two touchdowns. Yo, we see keep seeing Kirk Cousins stats like he's doing anything to win this game. He's done nothing. And he's I 50 mean, completion are, percentage, and they keep showing it to us. They're at the five yard line, first and goal again. I mean, this is the worst performance I've ever seen. I think in my life from the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, it really is. I, I don't ever remember a game with Mark Malone or Neil O'Donnell or Bubby Brister, anyone ever this bad. I mean, oh, Cordell this, Stewart didn't get beat this bad. Cordell Stewart, you can throw him in there too. There's absolutely no one. I have never seen a Pittsburgh Steelers team play worse than they uh, are tonight. I don't ever remember a game worse than this, ever. I just don't remember one. I, off the top of my head, it's you know, it's beyond me. I, I don't know what to say. Other than I'm going to hit the bet tonight, that's for sure. <laughs> Vikings to win and minus three. There you go. Double cover. I hit last Thursday, too, with the Cowboys. Hopefully, I'll have a big Sunday. That's all that matters. All I know is, you know, Fridays, I mean... I think nothing of Fridays. Saturday is okay, I guess. Sunday's pain day. And that's what it's all about. There's nothing worse than uh, Mondays. So Sundays are rough because Mondays are right around the corner doing push-ups. Mondays really suck. Um, I guess Monday night football is okay during the football season. It, you know, it's the only thing to do on Monday. On Monday, there's nothing. But a, a you know, Monday night football game is... It's certainly something to uh, live for, but I just know on Thursday, Sunday's close doing push-ups, and I know I'm not doing it this week. I know I'm going back to Pittsburgh. I think I'm going next Friday night, next Friday afternoon. I'm going, so I'm going to be there Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and I come back Monday. But I don't think I'm. I think Monday's the seventh. Uh, the 20th, right? I think this December 20th. Is that about right, Mafia? So I think I'm off. Yep. Uh, I think I'm actually off on, uh, let's just look at the schedule here. I think I'm off on Friday the 17th and then the 20, uh, the week of the 20th, which is, you know, Christmas week. And um, I still haven't figured out, Mafia, what's going on on that Christmas Eve. You know what I mean? 
So uh, I don't know. All I know is uh, I'm definitely 17 to 20 of them off. So I'm going on Friday. I'm off. I'm going on. I'm coming home on Monday and I'm off. I'm off that week, I think. And then that's that. And then the following week is New Year's uh, week. And I'm off then too. So the bottom line is, I, I think, what is today? The night I do the show uh, tomorrow. And then I, I believe, I could be wrong, I do the show Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And that's, I mean, I think basically that's it for the year, right, Moth? For, the, for, for this year. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the plan. I think I think that's the plan, and then I can tell you uh, that I, mean, I can't worry about anything beyond that. I, I I'm not gonna uh, elaborate into anything, but I just know that uh, that's the plan for the remainder of this year in terms of uh, 2021, the end of this uh, second full year of COVID. Uh, the year will end with a thump of people uh, dying daily uh, in record numbers again. The spread of COVID again, the Omicron, the Delta, hospital beds full, ICUs full, people dying everywhere. The world is ending, uh, but we will. Uh, I, it appears I will do a show tomorrow and then Monday through Thursday. And then that'll be it for the year. And then uh, just so you feel better about yourself, I do shows pretty much, uh, I mean, pretty much from January until Hell's Bells. So I do the show nonstop, basically from January on. And, um, you know, you don't like my schedule. They don't like my schedule. Uh, nobody likes my schedule. And uh, it's just such a shame because I don't give an F. I don't give an F when any people think of my schedule. Uh, I really don't. Just so, you know, uh, have a sandwich and whatever. You know what you need to do? Have mayonnaise so that it can, you can leave a little goop of it right here on the corner of your chin. You know, right on the corner of your mouth. Like a big, like a big, like a big old blob of mayonnaise right here on the side of your mouth. So then when you're done, you like go about your business the rest of your day. And everybody sees a big old splotch of, of goober on your face. How's that sound? Have a sandwich with a big old load of mayonnaise on your face. <laughs> you wussies. Uh, coming up later on the show, I'm going to talk bad again about uh, Santa Claus sleeping with my wife. This fat, miserable F thinks that he can just roll into town every year and sleep with my wife. That fat-ass drunk Santa Claus with all of his gifts he's given the kids, flying around with a reindeer with a red nose, rolling into my town, landing on my roof, coming down my chimney, and tapping my wife is just not acceptable. Mafia knows I have been out to get this guy for years after I caught him sleeping with my wife. And I'm going to put an end to it this year. Mafia has given me Many tips on sawed-off shotguns and nightsticks. We got a surprise for old Whitebeard coming up this Christmas Eve when he rolls into town with his bottle of KY looking for 34C. I mean to tell you, I'm looking for you, fatso. 
When it comes to getting trusted sports gaming strategies and info, you can ask your dumb friend, Kevin. Or you can just listen to us. We recommend us. And we won't ask to borrow your car either. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. You're listening to Pharrell on the Bench with Scott Pharrell. All right, so uh, get the camera going. Uh, I'm hanging out here watching the Steelers uh, fo- uh, fail miserably. 29 zip, they're down. Uh, and shockingly, they're in uh, uh, inside the 10. And now Washington's going to get down to about the three. And it's going to be second and one. So this game's over already, though. It doesn't matter if they score. I mean, they're not scoring 29 points in this game. The only thing left in this game is the total at 44, right, Mafia? I mean, that's the only thing left. Yeah, for the most part. I mean, there might be some player props, but it, for the most I mean, you already hit the – well, they didn't even have one up for Dalvin Cook for a while there. I don't know if they hit it right before the game, but he obviously hit that. And you might look for some of the receiving props if you can, but like you said, the outcome of the game, all the alternative spreads probably hit if you're on the Vikings. It's just all about the total. Um, you know, it is amazing to me. They just called a taunting penalty on the Vikings. And then right after this play, uh, number seven just did it again, and they didn't call him. He walked right over to Johnson after he do- dropped a touchdown, and he taunted him and said something to him, cocky, right here. You could see it uh, plain as day. And that fat ref did nothing about it. You know, I said today on, on Coast to Coast, do not even get me started. Don't even get me started how bad these NFL refs are. I mean, Tony Coretti, you're the worst ref in all sports, you old geezer piece of S. You are the worst. I mean, you are absolutely laughable as a as an NFL ref. You're the worst. I, he, he and that crew of his, you know, they have these crews, and he is the worst ref. He's worse than Angel Hernandez in Major League Baseball, who's clearly the worst umpire in the history of the game. I don't care what anybody thinks. It's true. And then uh, the NBA refs are, I mean, they're landfill ass garbage smell. That's how bad they are. They're puke, vomit, diarrhea, like baby diaper smell. Terrible. That's how bad they are. The NBA refs ruin everything. And I think, uh, what was his name? The guy, Dylan Brooks, last night, he's right. I mean, they make it about them. The games are no longer about uh, NBA players. Uh, and the game, it's about the refs and the NFL is the exact same way. The game is not about, it is not about the players or the game, the star players or the game. It's about the refs. The NFL is clearly without a doubt, not even a hesitation. Do I say this? It is about the refs. That's what the game's about. It's not about players. It's about the refs. Mafia, tell me I'm wrong. Every single game you watch is about calls. It's not about any, it's not about touchdowns. It's not about running games, defense, sacks, passing. It's not about any of that. It's about calls. Yeah, there's a ton of calls in every game. And so many of them now are deciding 
you know, big thing. It's not just, oh, there's you know, holding here or false. Right? Like, there's so many, especially the pest interference, they're not calling it, you know, both ways. They're not calling it the same. So it's so slanted towards the offensive player sometimes. And they just, teams have played off that. Teams have used that to their advantage. You know, Carver, and I, Carver High and I talked about it when you were out. You know, the Colts in a bunch of games just, Basically, it's like a called play to underthrow the ball so that the receiver comes back to it, gets a pass interference, and you get 40 yards off it. And meanwhile, the guy had no chance of catching it. I mean, it's awful. It really is. Tonight in this game, uh, I said earlier there was 13. Uh, there's more than that now. I mean, there's flat out more than that now. Let's look at how many there are now. Let's look at, let's look at the penalties now. Now there's 16 penalties in the game. Oh, we got a pickoff. Steelers with the ball. Now, all of a sudden, Witherspoon's got the ball. They got two minutes left in the third, and that, now they're, they're in prime, prime. How funny are the Steelers taking cocky team photos in the end zone after an interception when you're down 29-7? to seven? How embarrassing is that? You know what that reminds me of right there? That reminds me of the Miami Hurricanes who have a celebration every time there's a turnover. They bring out the turnover chain and they go on the sideline and they do photo ops. Meanwhile, they're down three touchdowns in every game. I mean, they're, I think they're playing in the Sun Bowl for like the 15th time. How embarrassing is it, Mafia, that my beloved Miami Hurricanes are playing in the, I mean, absolute bowel movement sun bowl. I mean, you know what the sun bowl is? It's a gigantic bowel movement. That's what it is like. No offense to everyone in El Paso, because I love El Paso. I really do. That's Southwest Texas town of El Paso. I've been yelling that for years. Love it. Love it there. But it's a great place to smuggle cocaine, too, from, from Mexico. I mean, it's just been fantastic for the cartels for years. Anyway, um, I think that it's it's got to be the worst place ever. Like to be like to be in that bowl game, the Sun Bowl, whatever the f they call it. It is so embarrassing. Like when you play in that game, I hope everyone hears me loud and clear. I w- it's like a bowel movement bowl. That's what they should call it. Mafia, you can't even know that. that. It should, they should like punish them for being as bad as they are. You know, with with a. You know, the program you have, the money they pour in, that you never get good. They should, like, send them to whatever the coldest bowl game is. I don't know, like the, you know, the pinstripe bowl. They should make the Miami players play in that nice time. Go play the potato bowl. game where they're in the snow and absolutely miserable. The potato bowl. Yeah, it goes somewhere like teams into El Paso, so at least they get some, you know, tan going. Listen, they can get a tan in El Paso. But you can't get a tan in Boise. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Send them to the Siberia of the bowl games. I know. So send them to Boise to the potato bowl. <laughs> there you go. It'd be better than playing in the bowel movement bowl. <laughs> Here's the Steelers at the 29. Ready. Ready, ready, ready. 30. Ready. Size. All right, snap the ball. How bad are they? They got uh, a legal procedure. Five guys jumped. I mean, they are so awful. It is embarrassing. It's the bad news bears. 
And honestly, like, that's what Troy Aikman's saying. I'm surprised Ben Roethlisberger's holding it together as good as he is because his team is so awful. Their offensive line is so awful. It is so awful. The whole line was standing up like they didn't know what the hell the play was. They're all asking each other, like, wait, what are we doing on this one? I I mean, they look like a, a Pop Warner football team tonight. That's how bad they are. It is unbelievable. I think they're calling this against the uh, Vikings. I have no idea what's going on here. No one knows what they're doing. And, and no one knows what they're doing. And they call they call the Vikings offside. It makes no sense to me. That was the legal procedure as sure as I'm sitting here. That's how bad that uh, NFL refs are. Like, you're kidding, right? Did you see? They were like, every Steeler on the line <laughs> how jumped. How about the late game? The guy was smacking the center because he wasn't stopping the ball, and there's like you know zero on the clock for the last two seconds. Like, how about delay a game on that one? Dealers with a big uh, pass reception to uh, Claypool, who's the most overrated receiver in the NFL. He came from Notre Dame. He had a great rookie year, and this year he sucks. He's done nothing all year. He's worthless. And on the sack by Harrison Smith, he missed a block so bad. And Harrison Smith decapitated Roethlisberger. I should uh, hope that he thanks him on the flight home. Thanks for letting me get my head taken off, you stupid ass. Honestly, uh, I I can't take it. 13 seconds left in the third. They're uh, second in goal, the Steelers. Watching them struggle to put the ball in the end zone, it's truly remarkable. It really is. Uh, they go to the fourth now, so there you go. We're going to the fourth quarter. When the, the misery ends tonight, they got to just get this thing over with. I mean, it's so bad, this football game. I can't even take it. I mean, it is that bad. It really is unbelievable. And they're talking about how Roethlisberger held it up, you know, that he's he's kept it together. He's somehow not snapped. I, I, you know, I don't even agree with that. Yeah, I think he snapped a long time ago. He was snapping on the sideline. He was snapping at Tomlin. He was snapping at the uh, offensive coordinator, snapping at players, just like, what are you doing, bro? You're an idiot. I mean, that center of theirs, Banner, I don't even know who that guy is. I, he, like, they don't even know what they're doing. You can't even snap the ball right. It's embarrassing. It really is like it's so anemic. I'm just sitting here going, "What is happening here?" God Almighty! Watch him score, and then uh, there's a fumble, and they score again, and it's 28-21 or 29-21 all of a sudden. Uh, and then they'd be down eight, a one-score game. Can you imagine? They did that against the Chargers Mafia. Remember, they were down huge, and they came back and lost like 41-37. Well, you always say that about the NFL. Like the NFL wants close games, so there's going to be close games always. You know, every time there's a blowout happening, all of a sudden some team comes back that doesn't deserve to even have a chance, and it's a one-score game at the last seconds. You know, and you have a situation like you had last week. You know, with your, your two-point conversion for the win, you know, or a kick for the win, and the guy just misses it. Like it's going to be close because that's what always happens. It does always happen. Now. Uh... In the second hour tonight, uh, we can talk about some of these uh, games on on Sunday uh, of what you think. How about Pitt tonight in the Gotham Classic? They beat uh, Colgate by three. 
That was the spread. <laughs> the spread was three. Pitt can't beat anybody. Then they beat them by three. Pitt's three and six. They're awful. Do you remember when they used to have like a really good basketball program, Pitt? You remember? They were always good. I do. They were now back they when Jamie was there. Jamie Dixon, ever since he left, they've gone down the tube. Oh my God, do they suck? I mean, you got to be kidding me. I mean, it is unbelievable. And then Gonzaga did not cover against Merrimack. Gonzaga is not legitimate this year. They are not legit. They're ranked number five in the country. That ranking is ass. They are not legitimate. They never cover. They barely win games. They've already lost twice, too. Last year, they only lost in a championship game. Here's a second and goal for the Steelers. Roethlisberger in trouble. Throws it to Johnson. Drops it. I mean, this guy drops more passes than I do. I don't even play. I mean, you got to be kidding me. The guy's standing all alone in the back of the end zone. You can't catch that. How do you not catch that ball? I know it looks like a hard catch, but honestly, Mafia, he's standing right there, right off his hands. Like, you got to make that catch. He dropped one last week against Baltimore in the end zone. I know he caught the game winner, but he drops passes. This guy drops passes all the time. God, it's frustrating. I can't even take it anymore. Honestly, I, I, I got agita. Here's another. That's got to be if that's got to be pass interference. Your boy Dantzler tackled him. He tackled Johnson. There's the flag. Obviously, it's first down and goal from the one. God, you think they can score now? You're listening to Pharrell on the Bench with Scott Pharrell. You know, Mafia, like, you know, when people, uh, they, you know, they drink. Uh, and as you know, I'm, a, I'm like a professional. So... I was a professional drinker and uh, eight-time world champ. Most people, when they drink, they're like an engine. They they rev up like they heat up, you know? So, like, when you turn the car on and it's cold outside and snowy and, and freezing in the winter, you turn your car on and let it run and heat up a little bit, right? That's what happens when people drink. They heat up, and then they start talking fast, and then they start just leaking at the seams. They'll just start saying everything. If you got a secret to tell, don't tell it to someone that drinks because they're going to leak every time. I mean, Mafia, you know I'm right. Oh, yeah. Truth serum. Once you get that down the hatch, you know, loose lips sink ships. People have, you know, said a lot of dumb things <laughs> when they're drunk. It's usually when you tell people you really think about them. Secrets all come oh, yeah. out. It's a mess. I love you. Is there anything worse than the drunks that start hugging and kissing you and just get all up in your action? Drunks that want to fight you off a couple of drinks. Everybody's brave when they're drinking, but I mean, the, I think the the fighters are automatic, but the but the ones that start spitting on you and hugging you and kissing you and telling you how much they love you, that really annoys me. Like, I don't need some dude you know, breathing on me and like spitting on me and hugging me and kissing me. I, you know, these dudes like, I, I just want to, I, I just want to kiss you right on the cheek. 
You're so pretty. I love you. Give daddy a hug. Now, get off of me, you simpleton.